Before I begin, I'd like to acknowledge the beautiful souls that were lost to police brutality in the last 10 years. Eric Garner, John Crawford III, Michael Brown, Azale Ford, Dante Parker, Michelle Crusoe, Laquan McDonald, George Mann, Tanisha Anderson, Akai Gurley, Tamir Rice, Romaine Brisbane, Jerrain Reed, Matthew Ajabadi, Frank Smart, Natasha McKenna, Tony Robinson, Anthony Hill, Maya Hall, Philip White, Eric Harris, Walter Scott, William Chapman II, Alexia Christian, Brendan Glenn, Victor Manuel La Rosa, Jonathan Sanders, Freddie Blue, Joseph Mann, Salvador Ellsworth, Sandra Bland, Albert Joseph Davis, Darius, Darius Stewart, Billy Ray Davis, Samuel DeBose, Michael Sabi, Brian Keith Day, Christian Taylor, Troy Robinson, Ashams Farrell Manley, Felix Kumi, Keith Harrison McLeod, Junior Prosper, Lamontez Jones, Patterson Brown, Dominic Hutchinson, Anthony Ashford, Alonzo Smith, Tyree Crawford, India Kager, Levante Biggs, Michael Lee Marshall, Jamar Clark, Richard Perkins, Nathaniel Harris Pickett, Benny Lee Tigner, Miguel Espinal, Michael Noel, Kevin Matthews, Betty Jones, Antonio Legrier, Keith Kildres Jr., Janet Wilson, Randy Nelson, Artroni Scott, Wendell Celestin, David Joseph, Colin Rookamore, Deshaun Perkins, Christopher Davis, Marco Loud, Peter Gaines, Tori Robertson, Darius Robertson, Darius Robinson, excuse me, Kevin Hicks, Mary Trujillo, Demarcus Sieber, Willie Tillman, Terrell Thomas, Seville Smith, Alton Sterling, Philando Castile, Terrence Crutcher, Paul O'Neill, Altaria Woods, Jordan Edwards, Aaron Bailey, Rennell Foster, Stephen Clark, Antoine Rose II, Botham Jean, Pamela Turner, Dominic Clayton, Atatiana Jefferson, Christopher Whitfield, Christopher McCorvey, Eric Reason, Michael Lorenzo Dean, Brianna Taylor, George Floyd. Regardless of your stance on police and or race, can we at least acknowledge that the similarity these people all had were that they were Americans? So join me in a 10 second moment of silence to remember all these souls.
Thank you so much, and welcome to the Everyday Guy Podcast. I am your host, Rudy Marquez, and we have episode 2-3 here for you right now. Today's episode is about my coverage of the protests that took place in my hometown, my city, uh, the place where I live, uh, Whittier, Southern California, right here in the good old U.S. Bay. Never have I ever been involved in a riot or protest or any type of large group gathering focused toward some social issue. To be honest, I, I fucking get scared like seeing social gatherings, man. Even like when my, me and my daughter would go to uh, Disneyland, um, my my mother-in-law, my ex-mother-in-law used to buy us uh, Disney passes every year. This was before they, they came up with that bullshit-ass like $1,300 plan they have now. And we... Um, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, we would um, we would go to Disneyland, right? And, uh, dude, like, I'd always be leery and looking at people and, like, thinking of my way. Uh, if a shooter came in from here, I'm ducking here. I'm grabbing the girls. I'm, like, what am I going to do? There was uh, the Disney Junior show. Um, I don't know if they still have it. I haven't been in years, but my daughter loved it. It was really badass, but... They used to have the Disney Junior Show in um, California Adventure. And it would be like this big auditorium room with the stage. And then they'd have like um, bubbles come down and shit. And then uh, little gold clippings from one of their shows. And um, it was badass. Like they were very, it was very interactive. However, it's just a big room where everybody's just kind of on their knees and sitting, um, you know, with their legs crossed and shit. And. Dude, I'd always be like, man, this is fucking sketchy, dude. There's like one entrance. That's it. You know, it always just made me nervous. And then at that time when we were going, this was like, fuck, dude. Probably like five, nah, like six or seven years ago. Um, the, the security they had there was fucking loose, dog. One of my homies, Lolo, he'll know what I'm talking about. Because back then, dude, you could roll up in there. And if you had a strap on you, ain't nobody gonna find out. It was sketchy, dude. I always thought about that. Fucking Disneyland, dude. And then they, they beefed up their security and shit. And had, like, metal detectors uh, for people coming in and shit. So they got a little better with it. But I used to always have my blade on me. Like, always had a knife on me. No problem. I'd bring it in there, you know. Um, I'm not going to do any damage to anybody. But it, it's, it scares me what somebody else could bring in there. You know what I'm saying? Um... But anyways, like, being around large groups and shit, nah, it's just not for me, dude. Unless, like, house parties back then. And I'll be honest, dude, this whole uh, protest at, at Whittier in Uptown felt like a straight-up Whittier house party, dude. Like, people were just bumping music, people were smoking weed, uh, people were drunk, like, talking shit to cops. And then uh, the cops weren't doing shit, dude. Like, people were literally drinking in front of them, smoking butt in front of them, talking shit to them, dude. I'll go into it a little bit, but, um, you know, it was, it was weird, dude. But for me, this was March 31st, so this was that Sunday. Um, they had a protest up in Uptown Whittier at the, um, at the Whittier police station. And, uh... For one thing, I woke up uh, from from 
text from like a fellow podcaster asking if I'll be at the protest. Uh, I had no clue what he was talking about, and then I checked, and bam, you know, Black Lives Matter will be at uh, Whittier Police Station in my favorite town, my hometown. I'll die there, you know. I always have this thing when I die, I want to be spread all over Whittier, dude, all over Whittier. But I don't want to be cremated, dude. I just want to be like cut up, and then like spread all over Whittier. And then whoever can, like, find me and put me back together, you can find my treasure. What? I'll hide a treasure, dude. That'll be sick. God damn, dude. Um, but, you know, I like to bring light to just such an atrocious and heinous act by a police officer. At that, you know. For me, um, what, what I think, if it means anything to anyone, everybody has their opinions and... Um, but I, I think there's got to be changes made to how these police officers respond to to just people, people of color, people not of color. Um, they have to. Police officers have to adapt. And um, the only way I think they can do so is by, you know, police oversight. And um, oversight from the community would be something that I would want to explore. Um, meaning having community members that actually hear these cases of what happens in the streets by the police and they get to decide on, you know, the fate of that officer depending on the act that took hand. Um, now, I could just be talking shit and, like, putting our, our uh, you know, putting it in our hands and then we're going to fuck up and drop the ball, but, dude, we vote, you know? We fuck up and drop the ball when we vote these shithead politicians that don't do anything, you know? Um, and I can't stand that politicians can get rich from being a politician. It's not, that's not what our forefathers began this country thinking. Hmm, let's get rich. Fuck all that, dude. You know? They wanted to build something for their family, for their forefathers, for their kids, you know? They wanted to, to build a freedom sure if it gave them opportunities that's great and people do strive i'm not saying it's horrible to be rich but there's definitely a divide at this moment between the rich and the poor the middle class is disappearing um or, or it's be it's becoming just isolated and it's going to be its own island so you'll have you know the it's just going to be weird dude and um but for me i just think that Cops, you know, you guys got skin in the game, and uh, they need to understand the severity of this one cop's or these four cops' mistakes. Um, I've seen multiple, multiple, multiple videos of um, officers kneeling down with protesters, um, or or just police officers acknowledging that that cop messed up, and that's what we really need to see in society. Um, to be honest, when I was in the Whittier Uptown uh, protest, it wasn't like that, dude. The cops were not happy that the protesters were there. And the protest, excuse me, and the protesters were not happy, excuse me, that the police were there. It was wicked, dude. But, you know, protesters were really talking shit to the officers. And I'll get into details of exactly what I heard. Um, but... You know, when I saw those videos of cops making outreaches, like, you know, that that's a good-hearted person. That's a person that sees a mistake and is able to call it out, you know. 
If you see bullshit, dude, you gotta call that shit out. Even if it's within your own squad, dude. Look, I got a brotherhood of friends, right? I got a brotherhood. I'll protect them till the day I die. There's nothing wrong they can do in my eyes. However, it is my job as a brother to let them know when they're wrong. Um, and as a brother, I am. You know, if Big JB fucks up and he does something that, you know what, man, I don't think that was the right idea, I'm going to let him know. He's either going to take it as uh, a dig and just be pissed off about it, or he's going to try to understand what I'm trying to tell him. Because I got nothing but love for him. I ain't trying to hurt him. He doesn't have to do all that that preparation that you do from an outsider. Like, what advice really is this person giving me? He knows I'm a brother, so I'm going to give him the best advice I can to help him, right? Do cops do that? I'm really not too sure. I don't know. From an outsider's perspective, I want to say I hope so. Do I see it? No. Do, you know, would I be able to see it, though? It's a brotherhood that I'm not in. So I wouldn't see that. However, from the looks of it, it from the way the, the, like, internal affairs were to handle a situation, I believe it comes that they protect the police officer first before they find justice. And um, that could just be an ignorant understanding of it. I could be wrong. Um, I should probably do a little more research, but fuck, dude, that's what I'm thinking. And, um, you know, I, I can't say the blame should fall solely on the, the in the protests. I can't say the police um, should be the only ones... Uh, not wanting to participate, but some reaction of some of these protesters was intense, dude. Um, so I want to go over uh, things that I heard at the protest, and I did not m make a mistake on my words. I typed like 75 words per minute, and I voice recorded everything, so I went back and forth with it. Um, these are all different things that I heard during uh, Sunday's protest. cops don't give a fuck someone yelled out pigs well another one yelled out what pig what <laughs> white silence is violence black lives matter black lives matter black lives matter black lives matter the da prosecution why are you smell why are you smiling one guy said how about 40 percent of the police that are all corrupt one man said fuck you sanchez another man said Getting $150,000 a year, one bad cop kills it for everyone. You're all backing up the bad cops, one person said. Unfortunately, I don't think you guys give a shit. They protect themselves and not us. They're going to get brand new shit because you're getting paid fat right now. Fuck P, fuck 12, is something another person said. Are you ready for fucking war? I'm so fucking irritated by this bullshit and this corruption that keeps occurring. Sounds of cars driving by with the music bumping, uh, Fuck the Police by NWA. And two protesters that I've noticed as I'm hearing all these things, I mean, like, it was constant. These are things that I just, I was able to pick up on that were repetitive that I noticed was, Fuck you, Sanchez. Fuck you, Sanchez. Black Lives Matter. Um, uh, the DA, the prosecution... Uh, or the prosecutor needs to be fired 
um, fuck you, Sanchez. Somebody, somebody within the police form uh, or police force named Sanchez. Um, cops are getting one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. I don't know if that's a credible number. Um, I work for the public sector, and and to be honest, that sounds a little extreme for you know a Whittier PD officer. Um, I maybe they might max out at one fifty. Um, I don't know what their salary schedules are. You can go online. You can find their salary schedules. I should just pull them up, but I'm not. Um, two protesters that were there, man, they were giving it to the fucking police, dude. They were calling them uh, pussy-ass bitches, radio. My dad was beaten to death, you son of a bitch. When your son is dead and your fucking life is going downhill, what are you going to do? This is, again, what um, protesters were yelling at the police. Do your fucking job. What if it was your fucking dad? This white bitch don't have no culture. Now, I'm an understanding man. I try to understand to the best of my abilities why people act a certain way, why um, they feel that their their words should be heard. Um... But, you know, I understand a protest and, and your point to, to, to really, um, I, I would say to get the focus of, um, the focus of a, a protest is to get the, the, um, what am I trying to say? The authority, the government, the people around them to change their ways, to create some type of reform, some type of justice for the injustice that just played out in front of us. Now, calling a cop a fucking pig, um, telling him, you know, what if your your son died? Um, I, I, I understand these people's, these people's pain. I fucking do, man. Some people are extremely hurt right now. Some people are just kind of all fucked up right now coming out of what COVID put us through which is still putting us through it feels like the world's opening up but I, I don't know man the world feels weird right now real weird maybe it's just me but for me we all have to look at the entire picture okay um, the, the, the thing I think of is synchronicity Meaning everything happening all at once. Um, and they happen for a reason. So COVID, um, the Breonna Taylor, the George Floyd, the um, black man who was berated by that lady with the dog and who she got fired and she lost her dog and shit. And um, she was claiming that her life was being threatened by a black man, which was not the case at all. He was filming everything and she was just going off. And... Um, so, you know, you have those three boiling points kind of happening all around at the same time. Um, there was also Ahmaud Arbery, who was gunned down by two white men. One of them was an ex-Whittier, um, I mean, not a Whittier detective, an ex-police um, detective, I believe. And um, it took months for them to even prosecute um, those two men. Um, actually, until the video went public, that's when they decided to pursue charges on those two men. So all of this happening along with something that's never happened in history in the last fucking hundred years we go on lockdown as a country we go on lockdown that means nobody's working nobody's in school right now 
okay we we didn't have restaurants open we did not have um we we didn't have anything open for a while other than walmarts and targets and grocery stores maybe dollar trees no bullshit dude 7-elevens and all the little quick marks dude but we went a minute dude we went a couple months with just bullshit being open and what we got like 25 fucking million on unemployment right now so other than what's happening this social injustices these horrible acts by these police officers and these these people you got people that are on lockdown that have no fucking money we're on a, a three to three to what is it three to four week turnaround on unemployment to be approved and paid three to four weeks so that means by the time you file you got that two week turnaround so that's six weeks before you even get a check so that means the first is going to come you ain't going to have the rent then you're going to come again to the next first as soon as you get paid you're going to get paid for two weeks and that two weeks is not going to cover that rent now you're back two months on rent and this is what march no not even march like april and now we're in june I mean, I hope that $600 extra a week helps people. I really do. But the the synchronicity of everyone being on lockdown, these heinous acts, and just literally, literally free time. People are using their free time, their time that they would be working or doing something else, they're putting it into a social issue. Some people are doing it for the right reasons. Then you got the fuck-ups. You got the dudes out there, you know? I remember April 26, 1992. Um, there was a riot on the streets. Tell me, where were you? Bradley, you know? Uh, he docked down a, a pawn shop. And uh, he's got that guitar that you're listening to when you listen to him and shit. And, uh, you know, some people take it as an opportunity to get what they don't, they don't have. Take what somebody else has. That is rewarding in itself to some people. You know, that's a, that's, that's harsh reality, dude. Some people like that shit. Some people want to steal. Some people just want to see the world burn. Some people are just angry you know killer mike went on um went on a thing like atlanta news with uh ti to speak about it he gave a great powerful speech i didn't know his family was so um so invested in the police community in atlanta and uh for generations actually and he has a high a high respect for authority but for a rapper to to be able to express himself clearly and freely like that and show his pain and I do touch my heart with that speech can't burn down our own house you know what are you doing out there robbing that target dude you know that homeboy I saw a dude cranking on a fucking ATM dude at some bank like a drive through ATM he's cranking on it trying to bust that cap open dude like hustling dude i don't know what's going through that dude's head maybe people are liquored up dog you know 
Maybe people are all fucked up right now. I don't know. But times are extremely tough for a lot of people, dude. So, you know, when I got to see or when I first heard that Whittier was having a, a protest, um, I had to get down there, dude. I had to get down there. And um, I, I got down there kind of late, like everybody was, I, I think, kind of died down. But I got to see the kind of riffraff that stayed around after. And um, some of them were there for the good reason, for a good reason. Some of them were, were just there, I think, to vocally express their anger. I don't know if they're angry at, at authority. Because of the things they were saying, it just sounded that they were anger, angry with, with anyone that would be in authority. Um, I, I, like I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay the protesters and say they, they were, they were assholes or anything. They were civilized, and when the police officer, uh, like captain, came out and said, um, "We're gonna." We're going to conclude the event, he called it. A lot of protesters were fucking pissed that he called it that. Excuse me. And um, so he he goes on to, you know, tell him, like, that's it. There's a curfew. We can give tickets if you guys want. We're going inside. You guys need to leave. And they disperse, you know. They didn't throw fit. They didn't start throwing shit at the cops. They didn't... Um, start acting inappropriately like you had some dudes yelling out but people were yelling out the whole time people were voicing their frustration um i'm not i'm not one to judge and i'm i can't say what they're mad about um but a lot of people are putting that free time and that i use that for lack of a better term but um the stale time that we have it just people need to do something and they feel that they're maybe this is their purpose um but i really hope it does shine light to um police injustice dude and um police brutality you know because something's got to change i i think we got to reevaluate the types of officers we put in certain communities as harsh as that might sound um it, it it's pretty simple you know if you're putting somebody in a community that they don't really understand or respect they probably shouldn't be in that community and now if you have so many officers that have issues with being in certain communities because they don't know how to how to um, relate then that's a bigger issue you gotta start getting rid of those cops you know you gotta start changing the dynamic the mentality the mantra of these police officers I don't know man I don't have all the right answers, but uh, I hope somebody figures this out, and um, I'll, I'm going to try to keep up with it as best as possible. There was another protest um, today on uh, June 4th. It was on the corner of Santa Gertrudes and Whittier Boulevard, um, located in a kind of predominantly white, Hispanic area. It, it's definitely like an upper class in East Whittier. I would say the people in East Whittier don't have the same problems as the people in South Whittier. Um, that's how I, I describe it. And uh, there was no sign of officers. It began at 1 p.m. and uh, it seemed to have like maybe three people rotating throughout the crowd, kind of instructing on what they're going to be doing. They marched from um, 
Santa Gertrude is down to past Scott, then back. It's about a, they march probably like a half mile. Um, I spoke with one, uh, one protester, and she said Trader Joe's actually provided them with cases of water, and uh, which was something really cool, you know. I saw a few shops boarded up. Uh, the Dollar Yes was boarded up, and um, but other stores, everything was moving, you know. They didn't block the streets. They walked on the sidewalk. They paid attention to the lights, you know. They weren't getting in traffic. And uh, then, you know, there were a few cops driving around, but I, I would say that that pro the protest today's spirit was nothing like the protest on, on, um, on Sunday night. I think this was a lot of kids, a lot of family, and to be honest, it was a lot of white folk that were voicing their opinion. And um, for me, you know, racism is not just white people being dickheads. Racism can be anybody being dickheads. And uh, I've seen it from in all different forms, dude. I've seen it from my own people, you know, to me. Racism could just... It just grows, dude. And um, for me to see, like, a bunch of white folk out there, I love it, dude. Do your thing, white folk. Hispanic dudes, everybody was out there. Um, but most of the protesters, they, they were Hispanic and Caucasian. They were, uh, at least from, like, a physical perspective. Um, and that was, like, at uh, 2 o'clock. And uh, I, I followed them, and then it kind of dispersed. Like, at three ten. there was a young Hispanic woman that kind of gave out um, notes on what she thought. And uh, she had mentioned that the work is not done that, uh, you know, charges do, do not mean convictions, so, um, she, she, she kind of led the group, about a group of, I would say at the most, a hundred at one point, um, but it was interesting seeing the different types of people, especially in that community of East Whittier, um, I will say that Whittier is the best goddamn city ever, no bullshit, dude, um, Whittier is fucking sick, dog. Whittier is like a hidden gem to me, dude. You got a clash of uh, East L.A. meeting down from Montebello to Pico. And then you got like a Orange County vibe from Brea coming down to La Habra and shit. La Mirada. And you got like, it, it's just a trip, dude. And Whittier is just a clash of everything. You got punks. You got gangsters. You got white boys. You got, you got... Just a different mix of people, dude. Um, but I'll be honest, like in, in Whittier, I don't think there's a large black community, and I could be wrong. Um, but I, I know growing up, um, we didn't have a lot of black kids in, in our schools. Um, but it wasn't like a, we weren't trying to exclude anyone, anyways. It just, it was predominantly Hispanic, man. And, um, and I didn't see much racism uh, other than a few things that uh, I'll probably go over in future episodes. But other than that, it just seemed like everybody was just misguided and angry at some point in their life. And we all bonded over that. So, fuck it. That's what we did. Um, but that's it. I just wanted to quickly cover the Woodward protest. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, thank you guys so much for listening in. I love the support. Um, yeah, check me out again, you guys. Peace.